0: All right, thanks for that, Carolyn. Much appreciated. We're back on uh, Money Talk after a little jingle there, and we're back with Barry Wood, RTHK's international economics correspondent, but he is also our man on the ground in the United States of America. <laughs> Barry, great to have you back on. Uh, you know, Barry, we're, we're talking Thank about you. we're talking about a lot about the day to day. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we got to step back a little bit and ask, you know, what what's going on over there? I mean, we're you know, over here, we kind of get the news about the United States, most of it, frankly, from English language, American news. Um, but it does seem like something a little bit strange is going on. We're hearing about $215 gold-plated grilled cheese sandwiches at places in New York and, you know, people live in the high life. But, uh, you know, we also hear about kind of a dark side about, you know, things like places like San Francisco, where it seems like the old you know, 1930s movie Metropolis with, you know, people kind of living the high life up in the sky and people down below living under pretty dire circumstances. Give give us a little bit more context about what's happening in America these days.
1: Well, you're right, Andrew. I think you've you've touched on it. It, There's a widening gap between rich and poor. And I think you could make the case that there's a vanishing middle class. But in the case of San Francisco and lawlessness, I'll just offer some personal experiences. I think listeners know that I spend a fair bit of time in the Silicon Valley and when I'm there I like to drive the 80 kilometers up to San Francisco and walk through the center of the city. And A story that has happened just this week is that Whole Foods Market which is exceedingly popular and by the way owned by Amazon it was started in Texas by an entrepreneur but about three or four years ago he sold out to Amazon but it's still exceedingly popular they opened their largest store in some parts of the West Coast in downtown San Francisco and it's on Market Street at 8th Street now if some listeners would know Market Street if you come on the the cable car from Fisherman's Wharf along Powell Street that turntable is at <clears throat> is at Market Street in Powell. Just three blocks farther to the west mm. is Eighth Street, and in between is the headquarters of Twitter. So we're talking about a very popular, busy part of San Francisco Up, downtown.
0: Upscale, shushy, money, right? They have just well.
1: I mean, not, what I'm trying to say, yeah, and yeah. perhaps taking too long to say it yeah. is. That Whole Foods has just closed a store that they opened 12 months ago because all of the shopping carts or trolleys have been stolen, that the homeless population has invaded the store, shoplifting is out of control, people are using drugs in the restrooms, and Whole Foods said, we've had enough, we can't function, and for the safety of our employees, we're closing.
0: This is a and I can't believe some people don't know Whole Foods, but I mean this is a very upscale organic everything. Uh, You know, it's not it's it's not it it ain't no dollar store. Let me put it that way. It's it's fairly high end, and yet they're having these kind of problems.
1: And it's not just Whole Foods. There was a situation in San Francisco, not too far from that place at Union Square, Mm -hmm. where there was a jewelry store. And the man who had someone who was homeless, and, you know, we're talking about tens of thousands of people are living on the streets in San Francisco, using the streets as their toilets as well. And this man came out with a hose and was hosing off the the sidewalk in front of his jewelry store, Mm. but touched the woman who lived there. Well, what happened? He was arrested, not the woman who was touched by the, the water from his hose. Right. So there's something really weird. And this thing can be replicated in Portland, up in Oregon, mm-hmm. and in Seattle, which okay. is the home of Starbucks and, and Amazon, and certainly in Los Angeles, and increasingly even in San Diego near the Mexican border. So this is a huge problem, and it reflects a kind of lawlessness that no one knows what to do, Andrew, mm. about the homeless population. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. we've reached the point in San Francisco where they don't arrest anyone if you've taken goods from a store of under a hundred dollars' value. That means an invitation has gone to shoplifters that they know, and it, it's watched. It's watched by security guards and employees that if they take up to a hundred dollars, no police are going to come and
0: arrest you. And and there doesn't seem to be any cultural. Uh There doesn't seem to be any cultural pushback on this, or is there?
1: Not yet. I think it's coming because the liberal policies that have uh, been at the core of these methods of saying we're going to go after white collar crime and not go after the poor people at the bottom, but we have to figure out some remedy for the homeless problem. We can't, take the contrast to China, or certainly to Hong Kong. Mm. This would never happen. You wouldn't have homeless people. They would be arrested or taken away, or put somewhere else. We don't do
0: that. Right. So, I mean, I don't want to make, I don't want to segue into a view from Canada, but I mean, Vancouver had a similar problem with uh, tent cities. that They were They're just this past week, they announced they were clearing them away. And it's, it's been a major point of controversy with, you know, a lot of people are very upset about having these things. But on the other hand, a lot of people are saying, why don't we have proper public housing? Uh, why don't we have systems for making sure that these people aren't living in such desperate circumstances? Um, I don't know if it's a West Coast phenomenon. Is this happening in other parts of the United States? Well, it's a West
1: Coast phenomenon, Andrew primarily because the temperature is moderate and people can live there through the winter months. It's not that kind of a problem in Washington or New York City, although clearly as we now go into this, the warmer months, it is. But yes, it is lawlessness and it is a failure. There's, there's a sense of saying these poor people need help. Well, they may be moved into some temporary housing, but they don't stay there. The statistics are, 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 are demonstrative. They don't stay there. They don't want to live. Many I know that you can't make these blanket statements, which I'm doing, but nonetheless, there is a strong element that people do not want to be, quote, institutionalized or put into a small residential community that is based on gender and and say, you know, we're going to give you help, we're going to give you treatment, we're going to deal with mental health issues, and we're going to do job training. That is resisted.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at, uh, uh, apart from the West Coast, uh, Walmart has announced that they're going to be closing eight, eight stores that they say have not been profitable since they first opened 17 years ago. Uh, I mean, this, I mean, so it looks like there, there are other pressures in other parts of the United States. Um, why? I mean, what is happening in those other places? Are, are people suffering in different ways at the lower end of the economic ladder? Well, yes, but now look. One has to be very careful about language here
1: because euphemisms are used. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they're not profitable, uh, maybe that's because of shoplifting. Maybe that is because people are afraid to shop there. Mm -hmm. And this, for example, Starbucks has just closed here in Washington at their Union Station. That's the main train station. Why? Because of the homeless problem in that part, that's an indoor facility, at downtown Washington so yes as companies this is new happening Mm -hmm. in the last few months that companies are saying we can't make a profit in this we're closing up Mm -hmm. now by the way Amazon and Whole Foods has said we hope this is a temporary move and you've got lots of high-income people who are wanting to shop at Whole Foods and become used to it they're going to be very distressed will they put pressure on the city government
0: for a different approach to the homeless problem we'll see or maybe they'll just turn to shopping online and having things delivered. Again, the, the metropolis scenario, <laughs> once again, we've, we've got about a minute. Um, for investors, does this mean that if people are looking at, for example, retail stocks in the United States, they have to get a little more granular and figure out where these companies might be exposed to these kinds of problems? Or does this mean companies are gonna get more ruthless about getting rid of non-profitable stores and you know be left with higher profit margins because they're, they're getting rid of their you know assets?
1: Look, uh the, the answer is we don't know. Mm. But there was a big push to bring companies to what were called, say, food deserts, inner city areas where there were a lot of poor people. Well, that's what we're exactly talking about in terms of closing these enterprises. Mm. So this is a, a huge problem. And if you were a cynic about the future of the United States, you'd, say, you'd point to that and say, see there? Lawlessness is taking hold. In Washington, we've got 40,000 people a day who are crashing over the fare barriers to to ride the subway, the metro system here. And no one, including those who work for the subway system, do anything about it. Uh, So, you know, this, this becomes... You almost feel, as I was on the Metro twice today, you think, I'm a fool. I'm a sucker. I'm paying. paying my money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Barry Wood, thanks for giving us a little bit of a different view at street level from our usual one. That's Barry Wood, RTHK's international economic correspondent.